0: Hello and welcome to Oh No Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves.
1: Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy, and I'm
0: Ross Blotcher, and we are right where you left us. That's right, in inside a, your bank, a four or five-story brick building. In Tarzana, California.
1: That's right. Coming to you from the Hypnosis Motivation Institute, where we are recording this. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm hypnotizing you. We're in my apartment.
0: What? Oh, crazy.
1: I know. Look. This is my new apartment.
0: Hey. All right. Yeah. Carrie's got all her stuff.
1: That's my new bed.
0: You've done quite a bit of moving in in a very short time.
1: Thank you. You're right.
0: I still have boxes from my move.
1: Oh, whoa. Well,
0: just like two boxes. Oh, okay. You're okay. I don't. There's probably. Maybe you should
1: put that in your mental bank. Oh
0: yeah, then I'll get it done, right?
1: Yeah, clean up the old house item. I have maintain a nice home as one of my. One of
0: your overarching goals.
1: Yeah, in your value events, you can really set whatever you want. And I decided since I'm using the paper one and editing would be a little harder, that I would make mine sometimes a little more general. So instead of writing like clean up my house, but then also buy groceries or whatever i just wrote maintain a nice home oh yeah so anything that i honestly feel that day contributed to that goal I that count. would be
0: a good overall goal i can't remember what my exact six are well i made five
1: are we supposed to have a specific number of them
0: it said anywhere from one to six.
1: Oh, okay because in the ledger in the paper one they give you like a lot of space You could write dozens.
0: No, 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 no. These are, at least I'm talking about your overall goals that you're trying to accomplish. Oh,
1: it doesn't give you space for it in the written one.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, on the web version, there's six spaces that you can fill up.
1: Okay, like these are the categories of life. Okay, so...
0: I gave myself a weight loss goal. Okay. And I gave myself a reading goal. Okay. 52 books per year.
1: Yeah, which that's is higher my goal than
0: for this my year. That's your same goal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a a book, book a week. week. Yeah. I've never gotten anywhere. Well, I, last year I got 47. So oh, I, yeah, I, I guess I close. have gotten close to that. And goal three is to write a book. And then goal <laughs> f-
1: for this year? No. Oh, oh okay. I,
0: I don't think these are tied it's just to so a big. year. Okay. And learn to speak German and run two to three days per week. Okay. I don't know. Those are just the concrete goals that came at the moment that seemed like things that I needed some motivation to do.
1: Okay, exercise slash fitness, uh, work on my book which I wrote difficult, yes. <laughs> so I get twice as much for that. Yep. Uh, work on this documentary I'm doing, so there's twice for that. Then work work, which is just are these regular your regular these are your value See, entries? I, yeah, because there's oh, not okay. it doesn't have the general goals on this. I got you. Work on financial goals, maintain a nice home, reading, take Ella on a long walk slash play. And medical dental vet.
0: One nice thing is you automatically get credit for doing your mental bank ledger entry. That gives you one hour's worth of imaginary income. Yeah, I have things such as using my language apps. All five of them just count as one entry. And using Elevate, that's my kind of daily mental challenge app. Go running, bike, or walk to work. Eat a healthy minimal meal. Because I just tend to... Eat more than I need to.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Easy to do.
0: And lots of pizza.
1: Okay. That's also need, on your list.
0: I don't, no, but <laughs> you know, if pizza. if I eat a healthy minimal meal, you know, I it could. It won't be lots of pizza. Right. Exactly. Read for half an hour. Write for half an hour. That's my double point one, which I haven't done yet.
1: Yeah. They tell you you can do double points for your most important goal and your hardest goal. Right. And I've That's realized, my hardest goal. Yeah. I realized quickly that like, oh, those are just the things I don't do.
0: Well, I mean... Which makes sense. That's why you would have such a ledger like this. And yep. arm exercises, or just exercise in general.
1: Nice. Yep, yep.
0: Those are all things I get credit for.
1: Please excuse the turning of the page in my... Because I am using a paper one. You hear that, everybody? Paper, paper,
0: Hey, paper, that's paper, the paper. way John G. Kappas wanted it to be.
1: That's right. Okay, well, Ross, is it? I'm Ross. So, uh... Oh,
0: yeah, if you missed part one... Of this. Oh,
1: yeah. You're going to want to go back. Series,
0: yeah. You're going to be very
1: confused. You're
0: already confused. And I'm you're sorry about like, that. you be like,
1: is this guy hot? The guy giving the talk. Yes, he is, and he's 60. <laughs> That's important background. <laughs> we we described
0: all of this in part one. So, yes, yeah, so sorry to alienate any of you coming here for the first time. Hey, I'm going to listen to the Sono Ross and Carrie show that my friend recommended. What are they talking about?
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, your friend is oh. a nut job. Yeah, they should have told you to go back one episode.
0: All right, so last time, we ended off just kind of partway through his talk, and we're going to pick up from there. He was starting to tell us about just the history of this mental bank concept, and said there was a lot of skepticism about this when it first came out in the 80s. It was brand new then, but now there's been research that shows that these concepts work.
1: Whoa. Like,
0: did you know, Carrie, that free will is not really a thing?
1: Oh, boy. All right, let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: do we want to open this can of worms?
1: (laughs) I don't even know.
0: Well, we can't help but do it.
1: Yeah, he opened it. We're just picking up them worms.
0: That was just me making a we have no free will joke. Okay, so he mentioned a researcher. It sounded like he was saying John Bard. He was thinking about it for a while, but we figured out it's John John Barg, B-A-R-G-H, a a psychology professor at Yale.
1: B-A-R-G-H slash. Oh, no.
0: It's your promo code.
1: Yeah, that's my promo code for John Farg's <laughs> uh, psychology classes.
0: So he addressed the question of free will. And I really like this experimental design. This is really cool. Definitely. The definitely. I- the idea was to invite a bunch of people to take part in a test under the guise, the ruse that they were going to be tested on, filling out various forms.
1: L- little um, word puzzles. Sort of like just an intelligence style. Unscrambling kind of
0: thing. words.
1: Yeah. I always love a good study where they tell you it's about one thing and it's about something else. That's always fun.
0: Oh uh, Yeah. And I assume you or I walking into any study would be, I know, be like, like, no,
1: what are you, okay, this isn't really the where's thing. Where's the
0: camera? And you know, who, <laughs> who have you are you put gonna in the make hallway me shock? to trip me and see <laughs> if I'm pissed? I'm not going to
1: act like Hitler. You're not going to make me act like Hitler.
0: <laughs> I'm going to resist. So,
1: I'm like, no, we really just need to figure out how long you can. Uh, how long it takes you to do these unscrambles. That, we're like, no, we know what you're doing.
0: <laughs> what is the unstated I goal here? I make a
1: podcast.
0: So in this case, he had them ostensibly unscrambling words, but the words that they gave them were loaded. So you had one group that had just the control words, average words. Yeah, some would be like. Gray.
1: Yeah, dog, house. Road. But mom. then
0: another group of people got words that said, Florida. Mm-hmm. lumbago shuffleboard
1: old silver decrepit
0: so then those words would seep their way into the users heads and then what they were actually measuring was the time it took them to get back to the elevators or at least as george was telling this yeah story
1: and so then the people who got the words that suggested aging they took their damn time getting to that elevator
0: hmm two times mm. as long two we times. were told so fascinating. Maybe they were just
1: enjoying life, though.
0: And then there was a similar experiment where they did the same sort of thing, but they would have some people would get very rude words, mm-hmm. mean words. Mm, right. Others would get more neutral ones, or some would get very peaceful, positive, or polite words. And then they would have the person proctoring the test be aloof or not paying attention when they would come to turn it in and so they'd wait to see you know if they ignored the test taker long enough would they say hey buddy hey listen yeah
1: i'm being impatient you i am in your non control group
0: or would they just sit there and wait and wait and wait so they could kind of measure that so, so for the, the
1: people who got the rude words were more impatient yeah right? they
0: were they were more likely to say hey pay attention to me mm-hmm. so all of this is about priming and how our environments can lead us to behave in certain ways Sure. And I think for me, that was a really powerful concept because I think growing up, I just had this conception that we behave the same way depending on who we are in every situation. Oh, wow. And the idea that just your environmental cues can really change your attitude and Hmm. who you are that day blew me away. It's powerful and it's true.
1: In this moment, it blew you away or like learning that over time?
0: Learning it a long Uh, time ago.
1: I think I air the other way. Whenever people argue oh there's no free will because yeah you can be influenced with these factors I always think like well that was already my concept of free will Mm -hmm. my concept Mm -hmm. of free will is not like I can choose anything right now and there's no harness on this horse. Right. My concept of free will is already like, well yeah, of course there's all these external factors influencing me, but mm. then I still get to make some choices within that framework. Okay. So yeah, that's never been a revelation for me.
0: Okay. Yeah, that that was definitely a new thought for me and so powerful, but that's, you know, why advertising works. Mm-hmm. That's why people yeah. pay such big money for advertising just seeing that Tide Pod, Makes don't eat, eat it. them. Don't Oh, don't eat,
1: eat it. Oh, okay.
0: Just seeing that Tide Pod, you know, means next time you're going to buy laundry stuff, you yeah. think, oh, hey, Tide Pod, that yeah. comes to mind.
1: Delicious. The
0: example I always hear is, you know, if you tell someone, hey, think of an animal, then... Okay,
1: I'm picturing an animal?
0: Yeah, everyone pictures an animal. Uh-huh. What did you get? A leopard? Okay, I got a kangaroo. Okay. But...
1: Oh, wait, no, I guess it's a tiger because says stripes, not spots.
0: But when you picked your tiger uh-huh. or, or leopard, your, your brain went through a few different animals but uh-huh. you thought, oh, either, you know, I'm going to stick with that first one or, you know, I like this one better. Uh-huh. But then the question is, where did that list of animals come from? Sure. Because out of, you know, maybe 400 animals you could name,
1: uh-huh. your
0: brain just gave you a tiny.
1: Do you think I did picture some and I don't remember them? Because I, I think I only pictured a tiger. Oh,
0: wow. OK. my
1: You, you like run through a little My list.
0: brain uh-huh. went through four before I kind of made oh, it stop. Oh,
1: Wow. I was just like, boom, tiger, but, keep it. But
0: that's still consistent with the point here, which oh, is, oh yeah, of course. I was just curious. You know, we have to ask, how did your brain give you that? Where did yeah. that come from? Who yeah. did that? What is that? You know, it's is that God. you? It's God. (laughs) And magicians always make more hay out of this, I think, than is actually true. Mm -hmm. But they'll say, ooh, I planted this on the back wall. I put a picture of a parrot and then you said parrot.
1: Well, mentalists are pretty good at that shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But,
0: But even so, if I asked you at a different time or on a different day, you would give me a different animal or a different one would pop into your head. And what controls that? So you have a certain amount of free will, but do you actually will what you will? You know, your brain right. kind of gives you what your brain gives yeah.
1: you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Endlessly
0: yeah. fascinating. Anyways, he didn't get into all that. But we we're talking about just how the brain can be influenced by these subconscious measures. And that's exactly what the mental bank is trying to do.
1: Okay. So we're going to set those influences on ourselves. Mm-hmm. that we've got a little bit of a rudimentary evolutionary machine living in our heads. A little bit of
0: uh, biohacking going on yeah. here. Like, hey, we figured out how we work. Let's uh, use that to our own advantage.
1: Exactly. I'm
0: all for that. This whole seminar reminded me of one time my family and I were at a tennis park. And as we were playing, there was this woman walking laps around our tennis cage you know they have those high walls, mm-hmm. and she had headphones on, so clearly she was following some sort of program. But she kept yelling out, "I am beautiful," and then she'd clap. Aww. "I am a creature of light." Clap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am. You know. I'm now. I'm just totally guessing, but you right. know she was saying things like that were kind of bombastic and wild, and sometimes highly spiritually charged yeah, yeah, yeah. about just how radiative and wonderful and amazing she is yeah then followed by a clap
1: some affirmations
0: yeah and i thought oh okay she's following some sort of guru or Mm -hmm. or something that's telling her to shout all these things i make thousands of dollars every week clap
1: yeah see those kinds of affirmations i really struggle with for Hmm. me it has to be like still pretty rooted or else i just immediately i'm like well that's not true and like ah. I, I, my mind just rejects it. Interesting. So I can be like, I'm beautiful or I'm thin, even though I want to lose eight pounds or whatever, you know, but it has to still be like, OK, there's truth in there. Like that's mostly true. Okay. And I'm just reinforcing that. As long as the,
0: the leap is not uh, too great. You,
1: yeah. Too big. But if, yeah, if I'm like, I make a million dollars a year. Right. My then just like, shut up, <laughs> Carrie.
0: <laughs> Rejected. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Totally. Silly statement. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, if only there were a way to measure your suggestibility.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so glad you mentioned that because there actually is. Oh,
0: where would you find such a measure?
1: In Success is Not the Mental Bank and Concept Accident <laughs> by John G. Kappas, PhD. If time is passing by and you are not receiving your share of success, happiness, and prosperity, MB, the mental bank concept is for you.
0: Carrie is holding a, book. a- bright, vivid red book that I am selling back to her at a loss because <laughs> I finished it $10. now.
1: Well, and at least you read your book for the week. Yeah. Hey. Well, so this has a suggestibility quiz in it that is really wild. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Now.
0: I took this thinking, oh, I can't wait to hear how Carrie does. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Interesting questions.
1: Yeah. A lot of the questions, I like, like. I don't know how this fits Where into Where are you going with this? Yeah. Okay. So here they are. Have you ever walked in your sleep during your adult life? No. Yep, same. As a teenager, did you feel comfortable expressing your feelings to one or both of your parents? My mom. Oh, you know what? I think I misunderstood that one. I Uh-oh. think I thought it said uncomfortable. Yeah, I think I'd actually have to say no on that one. Okay. Okay. Well, this that might change your numbers. Slightly. Yeah. It won't change my results. I can tell you that right oh, now. Oh no! Just okay. Knowing, knowing how the first two <laughs> questions work. Okay. Do you have a tendency to look directly in a person's eyes when you're talking to them?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Do you feel that most people, when you first meet them, are uncritical of your appearance? I was like, yeah. What a, what I hope a weird. So. What a
0: weird way to state that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know what? I can see how many people would. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's take just something opposite. I've never really thought about. Yeah. But Yeah. But that probably means I'm lucky. In a group situation with people you have just met, would you feel comfortable drawing attention to yourself by initiating a conversation? <laughs> yes. Or both like, uh, that's no problem. Uh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel do like- Do I need l- to start a talk? I'll start a talk. Th- t- everyone like look this, over here.
0: this particular questionnaire highlights our similarities. So, Oh, yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. Sounds like we're getting very similar results so far.
1: Do you feel comfortable holding hands or hugging someone you're in a relationship with in front of other people? Yes. Yeah. When someone talks about feeling warm physically, do you begin to feel warm also? No. No. <gasps> Same.
0: Oh, I thought Hard. you might say yes, uh-uh. because you feel uh, like emotions in your heart.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a warm feeling. Okay. But, but like if you say you're hot in here and I'm like. Oh, I'm cold. I just always think like, oh, how fascinating. I'm cold and he's hot. Okay. Do you tend to occasionally tune out when someone is talking to you because you are anxious to come with banana, 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 banana?
0: I was actually thinking about something different, which is... (laughs) You know, I can't remember. I
1: played a little trick on you. That's yeah, not what yeah, it yeah, says. yeah. Do you tend to tune out because you're trying to come up with your side and at times not hear what the other person that said? That was one
0: of those ones where, okay, I can think of examples where yes. I do that sort of thing.
1: I felt the same. I was like, okay, it says occasionally, so fine.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. I did say yes on that.
1: Do you feel that you learn and comprehend better by seeing or reading than by hearing? I wasn't really sure, so I said no.
0: I said yes. Okay. Because I will hear something and I'll, uh, okay. And, uh-huh. You know, and if it's written, then, I, okay, I need to even, like, scan it a couple times. Okay, now I got it.
1: Reading, I think, is probably the best for me. But when people, like, would rather have a map than directions, I'm like, okay. We'll have to post yeah. a
0: graphic of this because people are probably trying to follow along and this is a lot and they understand
1: better by seeing or reading than by hearing
0: (laughs) right yes well welcome
1: to a podcast everybody if they're
0: not auditory learners
1: in a new class or lecture do you usually feel comfortable asking questions in front of the group (laughs) yes Uh, yes, no problem (laughs) we got this
0: carrie feels uncomfortable not asking questions
1: Uh, ross feels uncomfortable not asking questions i don't know what that means (laughs) When expressing your ideas, do you find it important to relate all the details leading up to the subject so the other person can understand it completely? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, you're not explaining it well.
0: <laughs> then you're just that stereotypical plumber who loves talking about all the you know, fancy oh, terms uh-huh. without right, right, explaining right, any of them. Because it's just like,
1: to, I'm proving that I have this knowledge rather than right, sharing this is, it with you. This is a
0: display of my knowledge. Mm, I'm not sure okay. why I'm picking on plumbers. I just feel like that's been the example.
1: Plumbers, please email Ross. Do you enjoy relating to children? This is where we might differ.
0: Oh, interesting. Yes. Oh,
1: I put no. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to finally admit this to myself. Whenever I'm around kids, I'm like, what do I do? I think- What do you need from kids me? Kids
0: for you are like animals are for me. Like
1: <gasps> Picture uh, an animal.
0: Yeah, I'm picturing Which an animal. Which animal? Ella.
1: Oh, yeah. And you don't want to relate to her? Well, She's are you- She's right here.
0: Are you saying you dislike children?
1: I don't want to relate to them. Okay. Is that disliking? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, I don't want to relate to animals.
1: You dislike them.
0: Okay, well you dislike children then I,
1: That's what I'm saying, I'm trying to admit it to myself
0: <laughs> I hear the things you say about children And I think, oh, okay, that's how I feel about animals uh,
1: Yeah, well when I hear people talk about how they feel about children I think, oh, that's how I feel about animals I
0: want all the animals to be happy yeah. I just don't feel like I need to be a big part of oh, their lives Oh, was
1: walking away and I can understand So my friend Alicia has two kids And I like them, but in a sort of science experiment way Yeah <laughs> And just like, wow, you're getting all these inputs, and some of it's genetics, and some of it's your parents taking care of you, and wow, and I just try to stay in that space so I don't get annoyed by like all the things they need.
0: Well, we found one where we have uh, different sensibilities.
1: (laughs) Do you find it easy to be at ease and comfortable with your body movements, even when faced with unfamiliar people and circumstances? Yeah. Same. Do you prefer reading fiction rather than nonfiction? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) If you were to imagine sucking on a sour, bitter, juicy, yellow lemon with your mouth water. Nope. Oh, I got yes on that. Oh,
0: really? And okay. my mouth's doing it again. Oh, wow.
1: If you feel that you deserve to be complimented for something well done, do you feel comfortable if the compliment is given to you in front of other people?
0: That's one of those ones that depends, but I said yes.
1: Yeah, I think generally I'm yes. If it goes on for a long time, I can get a I, like, I
0: like recognition for accomplishments
1: hmm sure. If I like people, it if they just stand me up there and they're like, everybody looking at pretty shoes.
0: If people compliment innate traits, uh-huh, I don't know yeah. what to do with that.
1: Right, yeah. No, that's what I, that's what I was making a joke about. Right, that, right, right, yeah. right. Do you feel that you're a good conversationalist? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was an example right there. Uh-huh. Do you feel comfortable when complimentary attention is drawn to your physical body or appearance? No. Okay, I said yes, but it has to be brief. And I guess it depends on who the deliverer is. If it goes on like a long time, I think it okay. would be uncomfortable. But, but if it's just like, you look pretty in that photo, I'm like, well,
0: okay. I yeah, I, it's I, a I, don't, good point. I don't know what to do with a physical compliment, and I, I guess I appreciate it, but sure. I, I don't oh, know what to okay. say back to that. Oh,
1: right. Okay. And
0: okay. I'm suspicious of it.
1: So that was questionnaire one. Questionnaire two is going to be totally different. <sighs> different in every possible way. Yeah. So okay. Why are there two? Oh, because they're so different. You'll see. Uh, Question one. Have you ever awakened in the middle of the night and felt that you could not move your body and or talk? I said no. Yeah, same. I've never had sleep paralysis. Yeah, a
0: little jealous of people who have it.
1: I know me too. And my good friend Abe has it really, really bad and describes like how terrifying it is. So I have to remember to like respect that, that, oh yeah, if I actually had it, it would probably be awful.
0: I want that experience, but with parameters, right? I want to be able to choose when I have it.
1: Totally. But yeah, apparently it's awful. As a child, did you feel that you were more affected by your parents' tone of voice than by what they actually said?
0: That was weird. I initially said yes to that.
1: Okay. I said no.
0: But on reflection, I felt, well, maybe no was the better answer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I couldn't come up with any specific like, well, the thing they said wasn't so bad, but it was the way they said it. I didn't. Mm. Um, If someone you are associated with talks about a fear that you have experienced before, Do you have a tendency to have an apprehensive or fearful feeling also?
0: No, I do not.
1: I said yes because it just felt like something that seemed like a human experience, but I couldn't think of anything.
0: That's interesting. I don't feel there are any big fears that play a major role in my mental landscape. Uh Uh-huh. And I feel like this came up recently when we had the April Fool's episode and uh we were talking about eating disorder issues and that was really difficult for a lot of people because I think maybe they would answer yes to this question, you know, just hearing me talk about something that I was kind of just inwardly focused on Uh and thinking of in a very different way, you know, could resonate so deeply with them. And that was a learning experience for me.
1: Gotcha. But I don't feel that. The first thing I think of is like, I'm afraid of blood, but like, it doesn't feel like fear. It just feels like, well, I'm going to get lightheaded and mm. grossed out, and then I'm going to faint. But if people talk about it, that's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I just don't have any uh, touch point for that.
1: After having an argument with someone, do you have a tendency to dwell on what you could or should have said?
0: Oh, of course. Yes.
1: Oh, okay. See, I said no for that one.
0: Oh, re- what? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all I do.
1: No, I don't think I usually like think like, oh, I should have said X. Oh, I'll, wow. I'll think I... Well, okay, I probably should address this again and I should say X in the future, but I won't think like, oh wow, this is what I should have done in the moment.
0: Oh no, I'll replay it for you know the next 10 years. Oh, <laughs>
1: oh geez, okay. Do you tend to occasionally tune out when someone is talking to you and therefore banana? <coughs> you there you this go joke?
0: again,
1: <laughs> and therefore do not hear what was said because your mind drifts to a banana.
0: Actually, I think I said no to the other one, but yes to this one. Yep, same, okay,
1: yep. <laughs> Do you sometimes desire to be complimented for a job well done, but feel embarrassed or uncomfortable when complimented? Hmm. I said no. I want yeah. to be complimented for a job well done, and then I'm pleased about it.
0: I think I said no to that one as yeah. well.
1: Do you often have a fear or dread of not being able to carry on a conversation with someone you've just met? No. Nope. nope. Do you feel self-conscious when attention is drawn to your physical body or appearance? Yes. Okay, I said no. If you had a choice, would you rather avoid being around children most of the time? Is it yes? No. You know what the exception is, though? One time I went to see Babe at the Arrow Theater, and it was mostly kids. And uh-huh. I realized, like, oh, they react to this the way I react to Babe.
0: <laughs> I belong amongst you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's it. I'm like, I need all this care. And you not suck up all the care.
0: Finally, you said, that'll do, kids.
1: That'll do. <laughs> yeah. When the farmer turned his... The farmer almost kills Babe halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. And he turned his gun on Babe, and everyone was like, No! And I was like, I know. And then he and then he stopped and everyone was like, yeah. And I was like, see, we're having the same experience All right. now.
0: Carrie made a connection with some kids.
1: <laughs> Do you feel that you're not relaxed or loose in body movements, especially when faced with unfamiliar people or circumstances? No. No. Do you prefer reading nonfiction rather than fiction? Well, Yes. yes.
0: Though you could have ascertained that from my previous response. <laughs>
1: but that was questionnaire one. That was totally different.
0: Unless you like them exactly the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right if someone describes a very bitter taste do you have difficulty experiencing the physical feeling of it so i said no there so oh just I'm from like, their I description had a really really bitter coffee does your mouth start going like uh, nope oh okay so it's yes uh, for you
0: it's just you talking about your bitter coffee okay oh, interesting. my brain doesn't engage in oh okay try to feel bitterness so
1: yeah these these taste parts we yeah. have different do you generally feel that you see yourself less favorably than others see you no no Do you tend to feel awkward or self-conscious initiating touch with someone you are in a relationship with in front of other people? No. No. In a new class or lecture, do you usually feel uncomfortable asking questions in front of the group? Didn't (laughs) we talk about this? No.
0: It feels like one of those interrogations where they're asking all the same questions slightly differently. We're going to trip you up.
1: Yep. Do you feel uneasy if someone you have just met looks you directly in the eyes when talking to you, especially if the conversation is about you? Nope. No. In a group situation with people you've just met, would you feel uncomfortable drawing attention to yourself by initiating a conversation? You just (laughs) asked me this. No. Oh, wait. Feel uncomfortable. Oh, mine's no also. If you are in a relationship or are very close to someone, do you find it difficult or embarrassing to verbalize your love for them? No. No. So I'm going to guess we had a similar results.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, What did you end up with?
1: I am completely unsuggestible. I am so unsuggestible. I'm off the chart of suggestibility. Oh.
0: You know what? I think... Uh-huh. Like the way that the chart is labeled uh-huh. is the reverse of how the written description tells you how to get to your score. Oh. I okay. En- I ended up going with this the way it's actually labeled. Like oh. the the y-axis God, says why is this combined so score. Difficult. Yeah, it's
1: Okay. So then it'd be ninety seventy five, but okay, but now I have to do the scoring again then. Okay. <laughs> um, Please hold. So Ross, why don't you describe how you come up with the thing and I'll come up with the thing.
0: So, Carrie is recalculating because this is highly complicated. (laughs) So, here's how you score your suggestibility. Number one, count the number of yes answers on questionnaire one. Give yourself five points for each yes answer to questions three through 18. Why why would he name those first instead of one and two? And ten points for each yes answer to questions one and two. Put them in order. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number two, do the same for questionnaire number two. All right. Number three. Add the two questionnaire scores together to obtain the combined score. All right, we can do addition. Number four, on the scoring chart on the next page, look up the combined score you got on both questionnaires on the horizontal (laughs) axis of the chart and circle the number. (laughs) So
1: unnecessary.
0: Number five, find your score for questionnaire number one along the vertical axis of the chart and circle the number. Six, I think this is where they get it wrong draw a horizontal line across the page from the questionnaire number 1 score then draw a vertical line down from the combined score oh, see it's, it's because the, uh, okay it's sort of true the but you, they want you to flip the book that's yeah. right okay
1: Okay, so what was your final score? Sixty-five. But the wait, then you subtract that from hundred, right? So oh, yeah. your final score is thirty-five.
0: Oh right. So okay. number seven, the number in the box where the two lines intersect is the adjusted percentile score for questionnaire number one. It indicates your percentage of physical suggestibility. Subtract that score from hundred to determine your percentage of emotional sensibility. So my physical suggestibility is 65, and my emotional Ah, suggestibility is 35.
1: Interesting. My physical sensitivity is 76, I guess. Okay. And my total suggestibility is 24. Does that sound right?
0: Sure. I have
1: higher physical
0: suggestibility. Which makes
1: sense. The sour stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. And
1: then you have higher emotional because you like kids.
0: Okay, I guess so. (laughs) I wouldn't have thought of myself as the more emotional
1: of the two. Yeah, me neither, but these questions were not well done.
0: All right. Well, I guess we'll have to share this uh, so everybody else can give us their scores.
1: God, how complicated.
0: Oh, yeah. So
1: needlessly complex. Nearly no reason for them to be two different questionnaires. I Mm. guess they're figuring that Questionnaire one is like more important and should be more weighted than okay. questionnaire two, but there's got to be an easier way to do that.
0: I don't know. It makes as much sense as subtracting your actual real world income from your imaginary <laughs> income.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm pretty physically suggestible. It still doesn't seem right though. Like I don't sleepwalk, all of that stuff. Okay. I, yeah, right. I don't know. But was, it is true. You but, talk about a bitter lemon, a sour lemon long enough, and I will be like, well.
0: But this is important because it kind of gives you a sense when you're writing your mental bank ledger how literal you need to be in your descriptions. And because mm-hmm. we are on the physical suggestibility side of the scale – we should be writing more concrete goals. Oh, is that the point? Rather than the more abstract goals.
1: Ah, okay, so I should be like, go to the gym I, I, for half an hour a day.
0: My goal is to lose X number of pounds.
1: Okay, well, that's good to know because I was sort of going the other way with how I wrote my goals. Yeah, okay. okay. So, okay, maybe that's useful. It was a crazy way to get there, <laughs> but maybe that's useful. Well, Ross, Ross is it? I'm Ross. You know, sometimes I just feel like while I'm figuring this out and I'm taking these two axes and pushing them together. I feel like I'm just like getting all curled up like a flamingo.
0: Why did that animal come to your mind?
1: I think I was being influenced by the company that sponsored this episode in part.
0: Oh, yes. Flamingo.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I know about them. They were started at Harry's, which is a men's shaving brand by a collective of women there who saw an opportunity to create better hair removal solutions for women.
1: And they sure done did. I used my flamingo yesterday. Yeah, it is a frickin' good razor.
0: Yeah, I'm sold. No, care. I'm
1: gonna gonna use it. I'm gonna keep buying the heads. Carrie has said it.
0: this offline as well. Mm-hmm. Legit good razor. Yeah, for real. And my wife feels the same way too. She said, right. "Oh yeah, this is nice."
1: Yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. And Cara's a soft-spoken gal, so she says, "Huh, <laughs> this is nice." That means it's really good, you guys.
0: Kara does not mind sharing bad opinions if she has them.
1: Oh, that's true. That's true. I was just telling Ross that with movies, I feel like about a third of the time, you're like, it was good. Kara hated it.
0: Yep. (laughs) Kara is a critic. (laughs) She is definitely a critic, but she loves this razor. Anyways, Flamingo has designed a shave set dedicated to helping you enjoy shaving. It's a $22 value, but for you listening to this podcast, it's only $16 and ships free.
1: That's right. The shave set is your end-to-end routine in one reusable pouch, gel, the razor, extra blade, lotion, and a holder so it doesn't just get lost in your shower. And it's 2019, you guys. So, of course, it's all cruelty and paraben free Of course. Come on. Come on. Come C- on. Come on.
0: Get a set with all your shave essentials from Flamingo, the brand that Vogue, Glamour, really everybody is talking about. It's a $22 value for just $16 with free shipping today when you visit shopflamingo.com slash no.
1: That's right. Visit shopflamingo.com slash ohno and then you'll find yourself thinking about flamingos when someone says, picture but, an animal.
0: You'll be like, I have flamingo.
1: Flamingo. All
0: right. So going back to the topic of suggestibility. Yes. That is the point of this program. And what they want to do is trigger a bunch of very small intermediate changes yeah. that add up over time. But George was saying you'll never feel this working.
1: Yeah, I like this part of the philosophy because I think this is a hard one wisdom you get as you get a little older and start realizing like, oh, okay. A weekend retreat to kickstart my creativity, that's never going to be the thing. Mm, mm -hmm. Uh, Suddenly going to boot camp for two weeks to lose 10 pounds, that's never going to be the thing. The Mm -hmm. thing is going to be just like making very subtle, gradual changes over a really long time. This
0: reminds me of uh, Richard Dawkins' Climbing Mountain Probable.
1: Ah, right, okay. The,
0: The whole message of that book is people will say, oh, well, you never see a frog give birth to a duck When they're they're trying to criticize evolution (laughs) Uh and well, that's a stupid thing to say, but (laughs) Because first of
1: all, frogs don't give birth. End of conversation.
0: (laughs) It's gradual change that adds up over time. And so when you look at that, you know, bald cliff face and go, wow, there's no way I could get to the top of that. Little do you realize, you can climb Mount Improbable by going around the opposite side and working your way Uh, up slowly the gradual ramp.
1: Right, 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 right,
0: right. And that's how evolution does it. Small changes are adding up over time.
1: And it's how personal evolution does it, too.
0: And that's how the mental bank program does
1: it. I'm also reading a book called Changeology that's by the leading psychologist and behavior change well alive today probably not of all time because mm. bf skinner was a very great man but it's same sort of stuff applies where it's just like we want you to commit to these changes we want you to get excited about mm-hmm. them but don't get so excited that if you burn out you have ruined it for yourself
0: so uh, george kappas had all these examples of people coming to him and saying oh it was so weird like i didn't feel like anything was happening but now i've achieved my goal
1: i have Made twice as much money as I did last year.
0: And that's the idea. You'll just, you'll never know for sure if it's working, but down the line somewhere, you'll realize, oh, wait, I've come so far. Yeah. And the journey of a thousand miles begins with, with one. With
1: suddenly step. taking a really long jog and being like, I'm going to do this every day for the next 30 years. No, see, it never works like that.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that, that sounds right. Yeah. No, it <laughs> begins with one step. Yeah. This is Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And he gives yet another example of, you know, if you drop a pebble inside of a barrel, it might not even splash out any water. But if you keep doing that one every day, you know, in a couple of years, I know there's I'd, no I'd, water in that barrel.
1: <laughs> exactly. I was waiting for him to be like, after a while, the water overflows. And then the analogy was like, oh, no, after a while, there's... No water, because it evaporated. It sounded like one of us making an analogy <laughs> right. and then realizing, like, well, Thinking... waiting on, let me work physics in.
0: Yeah, well, we have left this barrel for a long time. <laughs> okay,
1: well, first, so... there's going to be some flies that come around.
0: <laughs> and I suppose there will be rain refilling the barrel from time to time. Yeah, it was yeah, an there overthought. There will be
1: external factors. And... It was... yeah, now that I think about it, this isn't a good analogy.
0: <laughs> an overthought analogy, but yeah. we, got the, yeah, we, get it. we got the gist. All right. So here we get our recipe for success. You've been waiting for it, listeners. How do I become successful?
1: What are the six steps, Ross?
0: Number one, come to believe.
1: He had kind of an interesting definition of this because I admit I heard come to believe and I thought... Okay, how do I just like will myself to believe something? That's not going to work. What is this,
0: Polar Express with Tom Hanks?
1: Exactly.
0: It's such a horrible film. My
1: mom used to read that book to us, though, growing up. The
0: book was fine. Yeah. Then they tried to extrapolate it into a movie. Uh, The whole message of the film is just believe
1: uh-oh, right.
0: Just believe, what? Does it matter just like who gets to you first? Right. You're just going to believe whatever this, this they say? like
1: my hatred of slumdog millionaire, but we'll, <laughs> we'll get there later. So, but yeah, that's but, not what he was saying. Yeah, his definition was like, come to the table of belief. Like, play with this belief. uh yeah. Engage with it. You're coming to it the way you come to a house.
0: And you will say this later, you know, fake it till you make it. Uh-huh. There's sort of an element of that mm-hmm. there as well. Like, okay, I'm not feeling it right now, but I'm just going to... Start engaging Keep with going. It. Yeah. yeah. Number two, daily reinforcement. And uh, as he was writing this on the board, uh, he was messing up on the spelling. And he said, spelling is not part <laughs> of my story. Yeah. Because as we learned <laughs> early, you know, what makes you achieve something is not your, your wealth, your attractiveness your or anything. It's your story. Wait, what is that from?
1: It's the last lines of Hamilton. Oh, nice. You know. While we're on the podcast, I just want to say, if anyone wants to cast me as King George in any legal production of Hamilton, I will do it. I will fly to you. I don't care what city you are in. I don't care if you pay me money. It does not matter. If it is a legal production of Hamilton, I will come and I will play King George in it. Thank you.
0: Now, do you truly tweet about this every day?
1: No, it slowed down a little. I would say I tweet about it every third day, though.
0: Well, Carrie... Number two, daily reinforcement. <laughs> oh,
1: shit. I'm going to have to now. <laughs> if okay. you really
0: want to be King George. But now
1: I'm going to have to be like, I am King George in any legal production <laughs> You of
0: can put that ten. as your daily affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, okay, I'm going to
1: put it in there. Let's see if in one year we can get me into one legal production event. Do of it, Carrie's,
0: Carrie's opening up her <laughs> mental bank ledger. <laughs> okay.
1: I well, am how playing... do I put this in my value events?
0: No, no, it's just gonna be your uh, your yeah, daily it's affirmation. Have to be my
1: affirmations. Okay, so I'll do it for tonight because I started filling out tonight. But hey, the first time, time you play
0: King George, then you can give yourself um, like a times five. Oh my god! Bonus. I'm
1: gonna be so excited. Okay, <laughs> uh, affirmation number four tonight is: I am playing King mm-hmm. George in a legal. Now, legal. This is important. Mm-hmm. I want Limel Miranda to be paid for his work in a legal production
0: this is not some random person just saying you know what i'm gonna make carrie feel better i'm gonna create my own quote yeah. unquote hamilton i
1: can't tell you how many people have been like okay i'm gonna do it in my garage i'm gonna fly will you fly here and really this? have you yeah, gotten, I've gotten offers a few like of that? those oh, which are fine. very sweet but not what i'm going for here you would need to get the rights from mr lin-manuel miranda cool i Great. agree that's gonna happen in one year
0: all right Carrie's not thrown away her shot. There it okay. Is. He said something I really liked here. Where he asked us as one of those kind of rhetorical questions, but he actually wanted an answer. When does history happen?
1: History has its eye on Uh-oh. you. Oh no. It started.
0: <laughs> oh no, this whole episode now. So the how often does history occur? Every day.
1: Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Which yeah. is good
0: because I, I think people tend to Fetishize history Mm -hmm. that it's, oh, it happened before or it takes certain special people. Oh, right. And uh, that reminds me of that commencement address Steve Jobs gave, I think at Stanford. Anyways, one year he, he gave this great speech. He was essentially telling people... All history was accomplished. All these great inventions and processes and historical moments were all achieved by people just like you.
1: Oh, yeah. Totally.
0: So you know, you have that same ability to mm-hmm. go out and change the world and do these things. They were no smarter than you. I mean, obviously, there are some really smart people out there, but you can go make history yourself. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like that. I think
1: we also fetishize invention over innovation, which is a shame because like so much of I mean, maybe the best thing human beings have done is like education and sharing information with one another. Mm-hmm. So when you have this idea that you have to like destroy all that was and build up something, build up something new, yes, you can actually do away with all the good humanity has done. You can
0: throw out a lot of babies with that bathwater, yeah, yeah. or or animals if you don't care about babies. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, yeah, don't throw away the puppy and sweet bathwater.
0: Don't underestimate the power of small changes over time. Yeah, exactly. And there's themes emerging. And having
1: the humility. To accept that people before you did amazing things and yes. learning those things is probably one of the best things you could do for the world.
0: I find this all the time. I think in the business world, people will want to start a new program. Mm-hmm. And so they'll say, oh, OK, well, this thing's been around for a while. So mm-hmm. rather than trying to sustain it or reinvigorate it. What
1: if I reinvent the wheel? What
0: if I? Yeah, exactly. What if I start just, oh, you know, I hatch this out of my own brain and then I call it something new and I mm-hmm. you know, can take credit for it. And then we'll relaunch it. We'll make a big deal out of it. Oh, look at this new program. And it's essentially the same exact thing. Yeah. But now you've rebranded it and thrown away all the old records.
1: This is something uh, my best friend, Claire, says a lot because she's a nonprofit advisor, a nonprofit
0: best friend, huh? <laughs>
1: I always have trouble telling people what she does, and she's always like, No, that's not it. Uh, but basically she helps people run nonprofits more Mm -hmm. efficiently. But when someone talks about starting a nonprofit, one of the first things she says is like, Are you sure you need to start one? Because there are a lot of really good nonprofits. Might you better serve an existing nonprofit, making that thing better?
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, but then my name won't be on it.
1: Right. I wanna I wanna be the person who changes everything Mm -hmm. instead of the person who humbly submits to the existing goodness of the world. These
0: are tough problems. These
1: are tough problems, but we solved them. Thank you for listening. Uh,
0: Okay, number three, symbolic language.
1: Yeah, we didn't really get much of an explanation of this. I feel like
0: he glided past this pretty quickly.
1: But there were a lot of people nodding. I feel like the people who are in the hypnosis program were like, oh, we know about that.
0: Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that because when I first came in, he was saying, fill up the first... Two rows with just students, and everybody else can sit in the back. Mm. And at some point, he had us raise our hands mm. if we were actually students there. Mm-hmm. And then he asked for visitors, and there were like four of us at the time. Oh, shit. I think it's before you arrived that right. were visitors.
1: So there were at most like six at the end. So pretty okay. much everyone
0: was enrolled there uh-huh. or part of the school.
1: Okay. Nonprofit consultant. Oh, She's a non-profit I was going to say consultant. It <laughs> sounded like you were
0: describing <laughs> consultant. Okay, Yeah, yeah okay.
1: But, but I was listening. Advisor Banana. works for that. You were as well. So about when bananas. people are
0: talking, are you working?
1: <laughs>
0: I'm guilty of you that. Talking about as bananas, much as I remember anybody sometimes. Okay, so symbolic language. Yeah, what did we feel like he was getting at with? Oh that?
1: yeah. So I think he was talking about the affirmations. I think he was saying you're not going to be saying things that are literally true about you, but things that are like oh. emblematic of. Who you are, slash, who you wanna be. Okay. So, so again, like sort of on the edge of aspiration.
0: In that way, learning to deal with non literal representations of things that you want to manifest.
1: That was me filling in gaps. I'm not sure that he actually said those things. Might
0: be something other than that. Number four, I was really interested in this idiomotor response.
1: Yeah, we talk about the idiomotor effect a lot.
0: Yeah, we've talked about it in terms of the Ouija Ouija board board, and pendulums, dowsing. Uh, the idiomotor response figures into some other pseudoscience practices as Mm -hmm. well.
1: But it's basically that when you're expecting your body to do something, or you're even thinking about your body doing something, your tiny little muscles will start performing that action without passing through your conscious mind. So you probably do it most when you're driving. You know, if I think like, I want to just very slowly veer into that left lane. I don't have to actually tell my hands to move. Mm -hmm. I just slowly will go into the left lane. That's your idiomotor effect taking over. you go, whoa,
0: how did that happen? That's crazy. And so uh, John G. Kappas in his book uses that term just more broadly to say any process that bypasses your conscious brain, Mm -hmm. essentially. But
1: especially with writing.
0: He said that, yeah, typically it applies to motor control of the hands, but yeah, uh, here he was mentioning handwriting as being so important to all this.
1: Yeah, so in the book, it's like, you got to write it out longhand. That's so important. Get that muscle memory in your hands.
0: The book was originally written before personal computers. Right. So yeah, there wasn't even an option. I mean, you could use a typewriter. But right. But he, he was saying, yeah, don't print this. You should actually just write it.
1: So now George, that's the guy was giving the, the talk. He was like, well... Now we believe that it's whatever is your normal, natural way of writing. So, if most of the day you're using a computer, that is now your way of writing. So you can use that.
0: I still feel
1: it seems like a cheat.
0: Yeah, John G. Capus, the father, made He's
1: rolling over in his fucking grave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> made the point very clearly. Like it's super important that you write this out. That you yeah. have this. Like my mom would always call it kinesthetic learning. Oh, uh-huh. you learn through t- touching and that. Uh, kind of tactile feel. And I agree, that's probably way more effective. Like mm-hmm. if I write something down, mm-hmm. I'm going to remember it better. Yeah. But if I type something, I'm still going to remember it better than I would than just, just sitting, w- there. sitting there, exactly, yeah. which we find with these investigations all the yeah. time. The handwriting really helps. So
1: Yeah, I prefer like with pretty much all my note taking, almost all I use a pen and paper.
0: So uh, that was interesting that the term ideomotor responses mm-hmm. right there is one of their Recipe for success ingredients. Number five, magic 30 minutes. You're going to enter suggestible moments every day, and they're guaranteed between sleep and waking as you're going into sleep and as you're coming back out. So that's when you're at your most suggestible. Mm -hmm. And that's when you want to deliver a symbolic language to change your story. So, so, like you were saying, I think that <laughs> I, I think that's the uh, affirmation that you have in your head as you're going to sleep. You know, mm-hmm. I am playing right. King George. <laughs>
1: that's right. King and then, Des
0: and then soon you'll see that you are playing him.
1: Oh, I see what you're doing.
0: You'll be back. Yeah. Soon you'll see.
1: I see. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, that it. is
0: my favorite song of the whole play
1: yeah his whole i mean it's the same song and with different words but yeah all of his songs are the, the best songs and i think i'd fucking nail it you guys i think i'd fucking i am fucking nailing it yes i am already fucking nailing <laughs> it you've got- See, you just sound delusional <laughs> if i would just go around being like i'm actually in hamilton <laughs>
0: Now you are the lady walking around the tennis court. I am a being of light.
1: I am King George in a legal production of Hamilton.
0: Clap. Clap. (laughs) (laughs) I am a warrior on the third plane of heaven. Clap. Okay, number six. Precognitive dreams. So you are the only person who knows your whole history.
1: Oh, yeah. He asked us that rhetorically, and everyone knew the answer. He's like, who's the only person who knows everything that's ever happened to you? And everyone was like, Jeff.
0: Oh yeah, me.
1: I actually I thought it was going the other way. I thought it was gonna be like no one, even you, don't remember everything oh, that happened okay. to you.
0: I did not consider but that. I was, I was waiting for that. You I are I was
1: one up. I was capassing the capus. Yeah,
0: well done. It was kind of like the Sunday school question where you know the answer is Jesus.
1: Right, right. <laughs> who is the only one who has the power to forgive you? King Jesus. George. Oh. oh,
0: King <laughs> He also made the point here that every day the subconscious compares our present against our past.
1: I think that's true.
0: That's interesting. And he was saying how the subconscious kind of uses that to achieve that homeostasis. Right. And kind of keep us doing the same thing. Hey, okay, well, this is what you do. This is who you are. Right. So you're going to do more of that.
1: That's what all of learning is, is, Mm -hmm. you know, taking in these inputs, storing them in your subconscious so you don't have to keep relearning them over and over. That's good. Yeah. But, you know, just sometimes... You learn the wrong thing and you have to go back and tweak it.
0: And here I think we have this example of even if there are underlying explanations of how this is working, the underlying mechanisms might be slightly wrong or out of date. Still, they are just effective techniques because of that. Yeah. Because, yeah, repetition works.
1: Yeah, man. So and that- also repetition works.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: you, never you make thought a good, about it like that? No,
0: you? yeah, you made a good point there. So your precognitive dreams are you get these thoughts lodged well within your head and change that story. So those, that's the whole story. recipe for success. Is this fun? <laughs> it, this is very fun. <laughs> this is very fun.
1: You know, I think I'm going to make a whole blog about this. Yeah, yeah. Where should I put it?
0: I don't know. do you want it to be high quality?
1: Yeah, I want it to be high quality. Okay.
0: Do you want it to be like the design? Do you want it to be world class or are you okay with like county class?
1: Mm. I mean, I'm going to be using this to try to get cast in, as we know, a legal production of Lin-Manuel Miranda's Oh, a legal one. Okay. So I think it should be world class and I think it should showcase my work. I might want to sell some products and services. I'm going to want it to be beautiful, obviously. And obviously, I'm going to want to announce all my upcoming dates, wherein I'll be playing King George in a legal production of Lin-Manuel Miranda's Hamilton.
0: Okay, well, if you're trying to achieve all that, you're probably going to want to set up your site on Squarespace. Oh, really? hmm
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, they- they're actually sponsoring this episode in part, right?
0: Oh, that's weird. Are yeah, they? I think so. Okay. Well, they offer beautiful, customizable templates created by world-class designers.
1: Oh, okay. Now, is everything optimized for mobile right out of the box? Yes. Okay. Yes, it Oh, is. perfect. Because I'm going to need that for my campaign to play King George in a legal production of Lynn manuel Miranda's mm-hmm. Hamilton. Mm-hmm.
0: Which you are doing already. Mm-hmm. And it also has built-in search engine optimization.
1: And 24-7 award-winning customer support, which is perfect because I'm going to be in an award-winning musical A legal production of Lin-Manuel Miranda's Hamilton as King George, and that's probably what the site's going to be about. That's good.
0: We'll make it stand out with a beautiful website from Squarespace.
1: If you guys are interested in doing the same, just head to Squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code ONO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
0: That's Squarespace.com. Enter code ONO. I like how we are programming everybody's subconscious now with Squarespace. (laughs) Speaking of which... Mm -hmm. We also have a Jumbotron.
1: What? Come on. You're making that up.
0: So uh, establish a mental picture of yourself at a a football stadium. Okay. There's the kiss cam going on. Okay. And then all of a sudden, bright on the screen, it says, (gasps) from Bella to Tyler. What? And then it's followed by a message. What do you see in your mind's eye?
1: Okay. In my mind's eye, I see, happy birthday, Tyler. I love you.
0: That's amazing. I saw the exact same thing. No, you did not. I, you know what? Come Repetition on. helps. Happy birthday, Tyler. I, I love, love you. you. From Bella. Oh,
1: I like Bella. She has a similar name to Ella.
0: I wonder if there's a Tyler out there right now going like, who is this Bella who loves me?
1: <laughs> I'm the only person to find named her. Tyler. Yeah. That's probably what's happening.
0: Well, to the Tyler for whom it was intended, uh, happy birthday.
1: Bella loves you. What else? What else? What else? What else happened?
0: George did want to give us some ideas about when to do our mental banks. That came up a lot because I know I'm often cramming in a lot of my daily achievements at the end of the day. And so the question is, do I need to wait to do my mental bank until after everything is done and Mm. I'm ready to hit the hay, as they say
1: or will you be too exhausted and you forget to do it? Right. At the same time, we know that that's when you're putting all this stuff into your subconscious that you're going to be dreaming about and working through and thinking about tough. while you sleep.
0: Yeah.
1: Whoo, doggy.
0: So at least in his estimation, it should be the last thing you do mm-hmm. a few minutes before you go to sleep. And his recommendation was to not get horizontal in your bed right. before you fill out your mental bank. Don't
1: be supine. Supine, mm. yeah. right, yeah.
0: You want to, uh, you want to do your mental bank. And he made a little joke that clearly alluded to the fact that he might be laying down to sleep next to his wife, or he might be, he might be having sex with his, do his a wife. A little
1: something else. There's only two things he does while laying horizontal in his bed use your
0: imagination.
1: There's something that rhymes with mental bank that he could be doing as well. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: I mean, also, you could do a million things while laying down. He also said, if you are going to get really tired, I'd rather have you do it a little before that half hour than you maybe miss it or rush through it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this half hour thing is a suggestion. If it doesn't work for you, that's okay.
0: I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but I use an app on the iPhone called Carrot Mm -hmm. to log all of my daily activities. So I know if I need to get something done... I put it in carrot and then I get that really pleasant feeling of swiping to the right.
1: Item one is grab lab coat. Yeah. Sorry for looking, but uh what? No,
0: that's fine. Andrew is filming a short film with his friends and ah. one of them needs to be a doctor and at work we have a bunch of lab coats. So I'm gonna okay. borrow one for nice. him to use. And then oh, I have to write a review for success is not an accident. Nice. And then I have to test our Twitch streaming.
1: Oh, let's announce that.
0: People should know
1: that on April
0: April 27th 27th,
1: at nine a.m. Pacific
0: Standard Time,
1: time. (laughs) I will be playing Portal.
0: And then Carrie may recognize after she plays that game that this app is kind of a homage to Gladys from the game. But she wouldn't recognize that now. Anyway, so this is a passive-aggressive robot inside this app. And if I don't get enough things done, she'll turn on me. Then the interface turns black and red instead of white and blue as it is now. And she makes fun of me all the time. Oh, wow. But there is a cat that lives here under the cat cam. Gave us a little meow. Let's feed her. All right. What are we going to give her? Candy, peanut butter, Um, porterhouse.
1: Candy. 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 So then Oh she get her little balls, she's having a little
0: kitty. Little mechanized arm delivers she the candy on a tray. Your little kitty. Cat eats. Okay, Cat yeah, is happy. I can oh, I'm gonna pet her. Okay.
1: Oh okay, kids get all scratchy scratchy. A little so
0: scratchy. So that scratchy. is the app that kind of rules my life and so okay. At my coworkers know if I put something in the Carrot app, it's going to get done. Okay. So if they ask me to do something, I put it here. They're like, "Oh, Ross is going to take care of that." And I am at level four
1: hundred forty-eight. Wow. Which
0: means I've been using it way longer than probably most people.
1: Anyway, I'll be doing Portal, which, as we all know, is a video game. Yeah, then we're gonna stream to Twitch, stream it.
0: Yeah, twitchtv no podcast.
1: And then we'll keep the video and we'll put it up on YouTube or something. So if you're, you know, in some time prohibitive place, don't worry.
0: It's all cool.
1: It's all cool. We're going through the portal together. Can you go through the portal?
0: She'll be back. Does that make sense? Soon you'll see. Yeah. Oh, you'll be going through oh many going portals. Through the portals. Okay. Yeah, lots. You'll be making them and going through them.
1: I have a note here. You're going through the portal.
0: Oh, you were close so close to, to what it. Yes.
1: Yeah. I have a note here. Okay, I'm making some, a note here. Oh, wait, wait, Okay, wait. I'm making a note here. Huge, huge success. Good. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, enough people have tweeted on me now that it's stored there in my mental bank.
0: And I love that you're going to be going through the game waiting for that to be said.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it at the end? Yes. Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> and uh, There's something about cake.
0: I hope I'm not giving away too much here. Okay. So back to our mental bank class. I don't
1: know how you possibly could be, but okay.
0: Anyways, yeah. Best to do this all before you go to sleep. But you can go back and write in the ledger later, Mm -hmm. but you want it fresh in your mind. Don't
1: forget that this is a hypnosis school, so we want to be playing with your most suggestible state, which is as you're falling asleep.
0: Indeed. Uh, He gave us some good advice from Jerry Seinfeld on writing. Don't break the chain.
1: Just keep writing.
0: Yeah, just don't miss a day. That's the important thing. Just keep doing it.
1: Just keep writing. Just keep writing.
0: I should take that to uh, to heart.
1: Just keep writing.
0: And then he mentioned Danny Stock. You'd heard this name before?
1: No, I just looked it up while we were there. Oh,
0: okay. He said that one day he noticed that they were getting all of these people signing up for the mental bank program on the website.
1: And they were all like, Danny Stock sent me.
0: Yeah, they were trying to figure out, why are we getting all these new signups and all this new money? This is great.
1: So Danny Stock, by the way, is an army veteran with a full-time job wife and two little girls. He doesn't have time to drive all over town sourcing products. So he came up with a system that allowed him to take advantage of what time he did have his lunch breaks. I think he basically teaches you to drop ship on Amazon.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's uh, that's my guess from looking very briefly at his website. But he's the one who sent a bunch of people to buy the mental bank program. He was like, this is what did it for me.
0: Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Hey, whatever works for you. Yeah. And I think this could work for a lot of people. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so then we had a break. We were told it was going to be a 15-minute break.
1: How long was it? It
0: was a 24-minute break.
1: Oh, boy. And that's how much you spent on your book.
0: Oh, weird. Yeah. In dollars. A
1: dollar per minute.
0: Uh, while you were buying the book for me, I could have walked to Chipotle and gotten some food. It's true. Instead, I sat there and I took pictures of the room mm-hmm. and kept writing in my notebook. Anyways.
1: And I went and got our two books together. And I got us cups of water. Also, did we mention the very confusing signage all around this outfit? There was a sign that was like, you want to go to the top." Go, go to, to the, the right, right and, and the arrow, arrow points, points to, to the left, left. Yeah, huh. and then it said something about the bookstore and it said like go through the double doors or something which is true but the double doors were way far from that sign and that sign was next to a different set of double doors uh. it was all just like oh, is this a so- Darren this Brown experiment sociology here
0: sociology experiment yeah.
1: But I don't think it was. I think just someone didn't pay much attention.
0: Fair. So when we got back, that's when he really got into how to fill out your ledger. So we've talked about a lot of this already. He said that we're all going to found our own brand new company called The Mental Bank.
1: All right. We're, I'm the CEO.
0: And we're opening the ledger. Yeah. CEO, CFO, CTO. Mm-hmm. Any CEOs you want.
1: President. Um, and your income, of course, is going to be two times your real income. In, but your real income, we call your reality income. Yeah. And he that said, helps.
0: he said to just pull that from your W 2 and it's pre tax. That's yes. important.
1: He made a wonderful point about taxes that I totally agree with. He said, well, tax is an expense, it's something that you pay so that you get roads and police officers and fire workers yeah. and teachers and stuff and i really like looking at taxes that way oh absolutely just like thing i you're
0: just taking extra money from me
1: you know what i do with flipping the script a lot when i have a library fine usually i'm like god damn it you know and then i just i just flip it i go like oh i get to give 20 bucks to the library i love the library for
0: all this great content they give me yeah i could have bought
1: one book with 20 dollars, or i can check out how many books did i check out last month and they're providing all these
0: great resources for the whole community right Yep. And
1: then I feel real great about it. And then I'm like, here's a book. Here's a $20. I'll be back next week.
0: But what about the fact that you were already subsidizing them with your tax money, Carrie?
1: Even better. No,
0: I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's money well spent. Go visit your library. Go
1: to the fucking library and check out Factfulness. You're going to love
0: it. The people have been telling us. Oh, I, oh, I know. <laughs> I put it on hold. Oh, oh I bought it. Oh, a I lot, have it. A
1: lot of our Twitter friends.
0: Good. Read it.
1: Yeah, read it. Why haven't you read it yet? Isn't that part of your mental bank? Just kidding. Take your time. So he also told us a story about his son wanting to do the mental bank. And he said, so we went, we stole him a ledger, which apparently was a callback. So cute. Didn't know because I had, as we all know, been at Starbucks.
0: And he was giving us various pieces of advice. You know, people having questions. Well, I don't always earn the same amount every year. Okay, well, you average it over three to five years. Little do's and don'ts like that.
1: I'm sure that's especially necessary in L.A. where you have a lot of freelancers, a lot of people whose income goes up and down. I have a lot
0: of pass through income okay well here's what you do with that you know
1: mm-hmm. and for children and also for like spouses who make their income with the help of a spouse who works outside the home etc you can still look at your income as how much money is being spent on your life mm-hmm. that is what you have earned by virtue of the chores you do or the work you do at home etc that is your income
0: what it felt like when it all came down to it yeah sure if you got to fudge things a little bit just to make this yeah. work you know we're dealing awesome. in monopoly money anyway right
1: I did keep thinking like okay well wait so if if you have a dependent, let's say your kid decides, okay, I make thirty five thousand dollars a year, then do I the parent deduct the thirty five thousand dollars mm. a year? Probably not. Probably, <laughs> you probably not. Get
0: questions like this all day long. I know. It's like Dad, why did you set up this weird arcade? I know.
1: System? I thought about asking it and I just decided, eh, whatever. <laughs>
0: This is a hypothetical that really does not apply to me. Yeah. Do I want to really test the perimeter? <laughs> Excuse me. If
1: I get married and have a child, and then the child takes the mentor bank, well, do I, I have deduct have or her or there. No, I have technically no? made
0: myself physically incapable of having children, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's all discuss my bilateral SARP <laughs> He also said. It's okay if your goal isn't financial. Don't get caught up in like, well, I don't care whether I make whatever it is, $100,000 a year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter to me. That's fine. You're still using money as a symbolic language for progress.
0: There's our symbolic yep. language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just love the thought of all these people, you know, five minutes before they go to bed, doing all this math, adding together. Okay, so, so that's and then 400 times three. That's 12 deduct my real money. See this. Okay, mine is what, oh, shoot, what, what, I got a check today. Yeah, yeah, Fuck. Hmm, let me check my bank statement because I have a direct deposit, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's very complicated before you're going to bed. I'm glad I'm using the online version. Yeah. Good luck to you, Carrie.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I had a friend here when I was filling it out the other day and I was like... Showing him, and then I was like, and now I deduct the money I made today. I got a check, and now I'm in the red (laughs) because I got more money than my fake money.
0: And the idea is to tell yourself that you're worth more than you currently are, and even more More than than you you think you should be. Right? Yeah. Right, yes. uh, In terms of remuneration, then eventually you'll meet in the middle somewhere. So you're kind of haggling with the universe, so so to speak.
1: Then he tells us how to find our hourly wage, which we alluded to in the first episode, but it's very strange math.
0: Apparently it's based on a 20-hour work week.
1: Yeah, though he he didn't mention that. But yeah, that appears to be the case.
0: He made some uh, cute jokes here about just filling out his own form. He was... Quickly walking through it on the online one just to give us an example of the things you can put in there. And he said, oh, yeah, I get like a complaint from my wife that I don't listen to her enough. But it's weird. I never hear that complaint.
1: <laughs> uh, so now he pays himself for listening to her and mm. for complimenting her because he. <laughs> this is very cute. He's like, I'll think the compliments. I look at her and I think I did that. but i don't actually say never
0: vocalized it yeah yeah very cute he talks about giving himself credit for paying bills walking his dog teaching a class like this and then he says it's been really hard being nice to all of you for three hours
1: (laughs) and he also said pay yourself for going to work no matter what don't tell yourself oh this is just like my day job this is meaningless no you're doing that you're earning money for yourself and your family Mm-hmm. pay yourself
0: so yeah it feels like you're kind of double dipping there like oh well, i got reality income for that and now i'm getting mental bank points oh yeah that was my point earlier about using the app carrot is that you know i would feel kind of weird because i'm already marking off these things that i'm doing every day in that app mm-hmm. and now i'm putting my mental bank ledger on my carrot app
1: oh right i'm putting carrot in your mental bank <laughs> at
0: least i don't do that
1: <laughs> He said he gave good advice here. Pay yourself for stuff you want to value more. So if making sure that you keep up with your doctor and dental appointments uh, is something that's really important to you, go ahead and use that. But if it's like, oh, there's no way you'd ever fall behind on that, maybe you don't have to include it. It's really up to your judgment.
0: Yeah, for me, I feel we were talking about this earlier. It seems like it should be just the things that you don't already do on your own anyway. That's why you're trying to motivate yourself. But if uh, you put in some of those things that are easier to achieve, then that helps yes. kind of kickstart the sense And to sense remind of you completion. that like you
1: are doing work all day. Yeah. You know, you're not just goofing off here.
0: That's true. So yeah. you know what? You're right. Yeah. You've talked me out of that. So that is the best way to do it.
1: Yeah. I think so too. What you don't want to be tempted to do is be like, okay, I, uh, I called Natalie, so I'm keeping up my relationships when it's like, mm. yeah, you, know, you called Natalie because you were goofing off.
0: So then after you've put in all your value items, then you list your accomplishments for the day that the uh, mental bank happenings so mm-hmm. you you type mm-hmm. in your happening so oh i ran into weird al today and shook his hand that was cool
1: <laughs> a real thing that happened yeah
0: to i did yeah i saw him at Doomie's next max
1: oh please good yeah it seems like these are just nice things to happen to you this might be kind of your gratitude journal kind of part of your mental yeah, bank
0: i like that and you just reflect on some of the the niceties of the day
1: yeah it's very nice And uh, I don't keep really like a daily journal journal, so that's kind of functioned in that way.
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying the process. Then you add affirmations at the end, and you only have three spots, at least on the online one, to write affirmations.
1: There's about five lines on the written one, so, you know, depending on how small you make them, you could put a few in there.
0: Okay. These are those positive statements of, I am doing this, you know, I am earning this amount, or I am... Uh, achieving this goal, I am playing King George. It was cute. His (laughs) example was, I am giving and receiving unconditional love in my marriage.
1: And everyone went, aww.
0: And then he said, you know, fake it till you make it.
1: (laughs) He also said he needs to walk his dog Brody more. And I think he does. You gotta walk Brody.
0: Okay. Yeah. He said usually his wife does.
1: Yeah, he gotta spend some quality time with Brody. I think that should be his entire list. Okay. Hi, it's Ali Kokesh, one of the cast members of Mission to Zix, a new addition to the Max Fun network. We're blown away by the welcome we've received from Max Fun listeners, telling us you've discovered the show and are binging it hard, supporting us during the drive, and just being rad humans all around. Mission to Zix is an improvised, obsessively sound designed sci fi comedy epic, following a group of ambassadors as they explore the ass end of space. I play Dar, the 12-foot-tall omnisexual security officer with furry scales, chest talons, and a series of flaps and shoots that are for, nah, you know what, you'll figure it out. We'd be delighted if you joined our crew aboard the aging, sentient starship, the Bargerian Jade, as we travel the Zix Quadrant, meeting all sorts of weird aliens played by brilliant guest comedians. That's Mission to Zix, Z-Y-X-X. Oh, this was one of my favorite parts was this one person in the front row held up the paper ledger Mm -hmm. and she pointed out that on the left, you've got your mental bank happenings and on your right, you have your actual ledger thing. And she said, but you said to do the ledger first, but the uh, happenings come first. And he said, no, the ledger comes first and then the happenings going right to left as if he's a fucking mangaka. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, sir. Maybe, I think you know that we all read left to right in this room. Maybe he
0: went to Hebrew school. <laughs> Though, of oh, course, on those great. pages, uh, they are organized from left to right on each page. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He
1: just like, didn't acknowledge that, like, oh, yeah, you're right, but we do it in order. That was a like, smooth shift in no. pivot. Yeah, no. I think he just, uh, he's a weirdo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, his dad but came up with all this.
1: a great weirdo. Funny. Smart. Handsome. Looks handsome. Looks good in a short sleeve shirt.
0: He's very hands-on.
1: Listen, we're very interested in you. If you're listening to this, we both will date you.
0: Come on our show. He mentions <laughs> um, that uh, you can write these affirmations for your sales department.
1: There you go. I- so around this point, someone behind me, so must have been near you, said... Oh my God, this is so much work. Oh, Did you funny. hear that? No, I didn't, because oh, yeah. I was
0: right behind you.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was you, because it sounded like a lady's voice. <laughs>
0: yeah, I would have remembered. <laughs>
1: that would be great, though, if you just started saying things out loud like that. Like, oh, or if, Jesus, you guys getting a load of this?
0: Or if you referred to me as saying things by saying someone behind me said.
1: <laughs> and then this guy, this brunette man, said this thing.
0: Speaking of writing these things for your business... In the book that his father wrote, he talks about all these businesses that have great potential for success with the minimal investment necessary. The companies that met my qualifications, I'm quoting from the book here, and were classified as high probability businesses were organizations such as Shackley, Amway, Herbalife, Avon, Mary Kay Cosmetics, and others.
1: Those are all pyramid schemes. Yep. Oh, I mean, uh, sorry, FCC. Uh, Forward uh,
0: Associates? Those
1: are multi-level marketing programs that are not pyramid schemes.
0: So I liked how his dad specifically pointed to these as paragons yeah. of the kinds of business practices that could be helped with his methods.
1: As long as you are the first to start them.
0: hmm And then when you're done with all that, you have to write out your acceptance and confirmation so you write out a whole phrase, you know. Oh, today am earning
1: three thousand one hundred and twenty-five dollars
0: towards my and
1: zero cents my
0: goal on my mental bank ledger. Period.
1: Yeah, and, and you're th- writing out all those figures. You're not even writing the digits. You're writing the words one hundred
0: fifty-eight dollars yep. with hyphens and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And then you sign the contract, your name. In in terms of the online one, you just type in your full name and then it turns green. And
1: oh, okay. You are finished. Then finally, you'll be handling these big amounts of money in your brain. And when you get to handle them in the real world, it won't be such a shock. You'll be like, oh, I've seen $300,000 right? before. Eh. That's fair. Then he said it won't be so weird, but don't stop just because you have some success. That's tempting to do where you feel like, "Okay, I made it. Book is closed, no more mental bank."
0: Remember, these are gradual changes over time.
1: Don't.
0: Oh, don't.
1: <laughs> this is this is an inside joke between the two of us that, that we, we will never, explain. to never explaining on the show.
0: Yeah. Don't.
1: That's don't, a not. No. This is you guys, this is our favorite joke and we really will never tell you. what it is. Oh,
0: nope, we won't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking about what it is, and it's very funny. <laughs>
0: People ask many, many, many questions, but one of them was, Well, what happens if you reach your goal? Well, you just set a new one, you set it up higher, or you just keep going. Right. And someone asked, Well, how long do we do this? Hoping he would say, you know, until May 2023.
1: When the world ends. Wouldn't that be great if it just turns out he's a doomsday prophet at the very end of the class? Oh, that's when the world's ending. Okay, pack it up.
0: This was a clever response. He said, until you don't want to change and grow anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I, I feel... Also, he's practiced all these lines and used them many times before, Uh and he's given this presentation so many times, and yet I still feel he was engaged as he was giving it.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Uh, totally. So it
0: didn't didn't suffer at all from the repetition.
1: This one woman got up to turn off the AC, just made an executive decision for this entire hot room. Uh Uh-huh. Just got up and turned the AC off, and he was like... Hey, how about you don't do that? And I respected it so much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he shut
0: that down very quickly.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't like, I'm going to hedge. He was like, because there's a lot of people in this room, and it's very warm for the rest of us. How
0: about you turn that right back on?
1: Yeah. I respected it. He also told us about how he changed his signature. To make himself more approachable and changing his handwriting changed his personality.
0: And we're just taking his word for it, but he said that it changed his interactions with people.
1: Yeah, graphology is a whole, a whole different thing and maybe we'll get there one day, but uh, I'm a little skeptical of that claim. We'll see if it so happens. So we'll just
0: leave it there.
1: And then he told us that there's going to be a free class on dream therapy in a week, but alas, I cannot make it. I will be out of town. Out of state. Out, that's right. Hanging we- out with a friend, doing a writing retreat. So then we had to review the class, Oh, that's
0: right. They'd given us uh, us a a lot of paperwork. Yeah, Rose was the lady who uh, let us in at the beginning after checking us off the list. She seemed like kind of a stern taskmistress.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, she saw my name and she said, Poppy. And I said, you're a rose. I'm a poppy. And she really liked that. So oh, I, I see. So I think she and I are very close you
0: now. were You primed her
1: mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. like
0: you, whereas That's for me, right. it's like, I don't see your name on this
1: list. She's like, uh, Blotcher's not a flower. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Ross is just one letter removed from Rose. Yeah, but really. it is one letter removed. I, and just, so. I didn't make a deal out of it but then she found me on the list. She came in at the start of the break and she said, "Okay, there's three people here I need to talk to."
1: Uh-oh. And I
0: like had this momentary like <sighs> uh-oh. We're, we're in trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> but no, she was calling three other people.
1: I'm trying to think of who the third would be. If you and I were in trouble, who would be the third person who's there and in trouble?
0: <laughs> Daisy Ellingsworth, come <laughs> up here. We're gonna...
1: You're too fancy. What's with your old-fashioned fucking name, <laughs> <We're>... Daisy? <laughs> and le- my last note here says, HMI is the most extensive hypnotherapy school in the world. So he must have said that toward the end.
0: Well, here's the important last note that I have. Mymentalbank.com. That is a website that you can go to that has this whole class. All right. So let's say you've listened to these episodes and you thought, I want to see this from the source. Uh-huh. You can go to mymentalbank.com, watch a taped presentation. He is wearing a dark red shirt, but it is not it's the, not
1: the same dark red Listen, shirt. Listen, we're not nearly as interested in this man as it sounds like we are, but we're like... Here we are. Interested when
0: we it. did the first episode on the uh, Hypnosis Motivation Institute, uh-huh. I made a big deal out of the attractive teacher. Okay, good. I'm so making
1: up for it. So it's, it's
0: only fair. <laughs> it, it was the same kind of situation. Like, yes, yeah, b- beautiful woman in her fifties. Okay, maybe. But...
1: Oh, I wish I remembered her. I don't remember. Oh, I wonder if that's Susie, because we learned that she's a teacher at the school.
0: Maybe. <gasps> I don't. What?
1: Susie, his wife, that he kept talking about. Oh. He said she was a teacher at the school.
0: I hope it is.
1: We need to know. I
0: don't think so. I think her name started with a K.
1: What if it was Kappas? And that's why K is sticking in I would have noticed that. (laughs) Wait, I'm going (laughs) to check. Wait, don't. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Susie Kappas. I'm looking. I'm looking. Is that her? Uh, No. Oh. Very lovely. (laughs) No. Listen, everyone. The hypnosis—maybe we're just being hypnotized into thinking everyone at HMI is very hot. <laughs> it could be the case. <laughs>
0: maybe they're just incredibly effective, and we—we we have been completely programmed,
1: oh. head to toe. Well, oh. I don't. know. Are
0: you going to keep writing your mental bank?
1: Yeah, I figure I'll do it until I fill up my paper one and then we can return and see how we're doing. What do you think?
0: Okay, sounds good to me. I will keep filling out my online mental bank. We didn't mention uh, he had pointed out that one person they just found out that day, she had been filling out her mental bank ledger the longest of anybody online for five years. Mm -hmm. She hadn't missed a single day.
1: So they emailed her and they were like, how are you doing? They don't know yet.
0: So maybe she's a millionaire by now. And
1: that woman? Elizabeth Warren. (laughs) Probably. That was good. Thank you.
0: All right, so uh, Carrie, what would you give this on a pseudoscience scale, where one is something? I don't
1: feel like I can judge it until no, I've done it for longer. Okay. What do you think?
0: You know, I think I can at least give where my head's at at the moment. Okay. And uh, this is tough because I I feel like in the book that came along with this that his father wrote, there were a lot of pseudoscientific claims, Mm, like little dribs and drabs and pieces where he would just recount the same sort of anecdotes we've heard so many times. Mm -hmm. And this was back in the 80s that he was writing this. But you know things like oh well, there's all these prayer studies that show that
1: oh wow, prayer is so okay. effective for healing. Whoopsie doodle, you know, can that's make not cancer accurate. go away
0: and yet, like oh kept,
1: shit, really?
0: Yeah, he, yeah. Oh no. And so he would just keep saying these things like ah well, now we know that's not true, or if you've read enough, you know that's not true. But I don't know. Back then, that was probably common knowledge or just passed around sort of thing where like he would hear something and he'd be like oh well that's true,
1: huh. and
0: pass it along. So okay. anyways. Yeah, that-
1: That lessens my confidence in the source.
0: So I I feel like there are little bits of pseudoscience here. And I think the main bones of contention Mm -hmm. we would have would be pointing towards those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And saying, okay, well, you're kind of overblowing the claims a bit. But I do feel like this would be an effective program for someone to make changes in their lives if they Mm -hmm. stick with it. So I'm going to say a three because I feel like the pseudoscience is there. But... I just don't see it as particularly harmful, so I'm not Mm -hmm. rating it higher than Mm -hmm. I might otherwise.
1: I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think this is a little tough. I think they're at least paying attention to social science and the research that's being done in psychology. So I think they're at least uh, paying that it's due I do think that there's a little bit of that attitude of, oh, well, we have tested it because we have students who have done it. And it's like, well, I'm not sure that that's quite a controlled experiment. But mm-hmm. that's that's a good place to start. It's, you know, I've seen much worse. Yeah. But I think maybe I'd go a little higher. I think maybe I'd say a five.
0: Fair. OK. What would you give this then on a pocket drainer scale where one is something not very pocket draining? hmm Like, uh, you know, you get a free online ledger. And a 10 is something incredibly expensive, such as you are not allowed to leave the building until you spend $58 on a ledger.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah, a one. I mean, if you want to buy the paper version, you can. And I, yeah, I'm still pretty devoted to paper, but I mean, can't fault them for charging for that. So I think a, a one for getting this free class, if even a one.
0: Yeah, now certainly they do later on Put the sales
1: mm-hmm. not move thick.
0: on you to get you to sign up for the school. Uh huh. Because that's where this is all really going towards. They want, you know, the $15,000 you know, mm-hmm. to enroll you in the school program.
1: But I didn't feel like coming on thick.
0: But yeah, certainly not in this application. Mm-hmm. I remember because I did meet with them once before to talk about my potential hypnosis career there.
1: Ah, uh, okay. And,
0: uh, and there, you know, I did feel some of the traditional you know sales tactics they're obviously good at that and that's Mm. kind of what they study but yeah we didn't get any of that and we were welcomed into the free class and Yeah, Yeah. like we sought out the books to buy. Mm -hmm. They didn't pass them around or anything like that.
1: They mentioned them like once, but I had to go out and be like, hey, where's, can we get the book now at the bookstore? Where is that? Oh, through the double doors, but not these double doors. (laughs) Right.
0: So for this class, I'll join you at one. I'll just say like at HMI, I think that later on we'll run into Mm that like, all right, here's your chance to pay. Sure.
1: What about um a creepiness rating or one something that's just not creepy, right? Ah, like something um uncreepy, Something not creepy, How like nice. Like swimming in your beautiful mid-century pool. Everybody
0: your, likes to go to the pool. <laughs> in
1: your sixties style apartment. Okay. And ten is something extremely creepy. You go to sleep ah, and in the middle of the night you hear And It's Kara and you open your eyes and she's in a she's in a beautiful negligee and she's like come here and she slowly and quietly grabs your hand and just leads you ever so slowly to the zoo and it's after hours at the zoo and everything's bathed in a soft blue light and she holds a finger to her lips shh, and just walks you slowly <laughs> through the zoo pointing at the animals Never explains it. Puts you back in bed. And when you wake up, you're like, "What was that about?" And she's like, "What was what about?" <laughs>
0: like <laughs> the full like two miles to the zoo yeah, <laughs> in you, her neglig- you live
1: Pretty far. <laughs> in <the> okay. Zoo.
0: <laughs> okay. That's creepy. All right. On that, I'm gonna give this. How oh, I I feel. Hmm, we're talking about hypnosis. Mm. We didn't do any stage hypnosis in this particular class. Yeah. There were no yeah. people laying like planks across chairs or anything like that. And this didn't trigger the creepy button for me. We're talking about suggestibility and sleep states. One point five. Yeah. How about you?
1: I'm with you on all that. All of the huge pictures of book covers on the wall (laughs) reminds me of like the movie Safe, which you still haven't watched, and the movie Magnolia, my favorite movie. The like pickup artist seminars. Uh uh huh. Uh, So I'm gonna move it up to two.
0: Okay. I, I'm trying to think about all the people there, but they're, you know, they're dressed nicely. There is a dress code at the school.
1: Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't think men are, if I remember from our previous episode, I don't think men are supposed to wear jeans.
1: Oh. Okay. No one
0: gave me a hard time for wearing jeans. Interesting. Anyways, what would you give this on a danger rating where one is something not at all dangerous? You uh, drink a glass of water from the tap mm-hmm. because. Tap is well-regulated water, mm-hmm. here in California at least. Mm-hmm. We'll leave Michigan mm-hmm. out of this for right now.
1: The, uh, I did read actually that the lead levels in L.A. are not particularly good. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it's uh, something you don't want your kids to necessarily drink.
0: All right. Well, let's say you pass your water through a filter. Okay. And now you're drinking. That's a one. And 10 is something incredibly dangerous like uh, drinking right out of the L.A. River.
1: Oh, yeah. You're right. Not a good idea. One can't even... I would really have to be polling to think of a way to make this dangerous. I mean, if all your goals are like, jump off an airplane without a parachute. $200. Then, yeah.
0: Yeah, or if you uh, you have some kind of ill will, and you're like, how do I persecute people mm-hmm. who are not in my in-group?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: It's just going to amplify whatever goal it is that you want for your life and mm-hmm. hopefully they're good, healthy goals and I I felt like All of the discourse in this class was encouraging, healthy, positive goal making.
1: Yeah, I guess now that we are digging deep, I'm remembering that part. That's like, okay, you're you're a little overselling like how you have total control Mm -hmm. as long as you say these things to yourself. You know, you're kind of discounting that people can be put in shitty situations, et cetera. That's buried deep in the discourse. This
0: this could play into you know materialism and Mm -hmm. just you know being too. Concerned with, you know, getting your Tesla and, right. you know. You
1: know, it's dangerous. What's that? Capitalism. That's the <laughs> point we're making.
0: <laughs> Anyways, yeah, you have to really work hard for any of that. Yeah, I'll say 1.5 on that as well.
1: What about your favorite moments where one is something not at all favorite, like pooping in a shoe, and 10 is something very favorite, like an oatmeal raisin cookie?
0: <laughs> you say that so sadly. I I don't know. I'd I'd say it had to be one of the moments where he told one of his little jokes about interacting with his wife. Mm -hmm. Thought George was pretty entertaining.
1: I have this visceral memory of walking through the hall. I've got both of our cups of water in my hands. And Everyone there, had, it seems like they had all absorbed to the certain mood that just must be around HMI, where like everybody's doing fun things with their bodies in space. And especially oh. all the men, they'd like twirl around and give each other high fives behind their back and stuff. And I was like, I'm holding water. Do, do we have to be this fun?
0: <laughs> now, now you're reminding me, there was a guy sitting next to me uh, who was pretty entertaining uh-huh. and uh, just a, a friendly, gregarious guy.
1: Mm-hmm. I who- think that's in the mood there. I think it's kind of like, you know, the Mormons like seem to sort of accidentally encourage men crying and like emoting a oh, bunch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's just one of those where you just sort of you follow what's happening around you until you've all got this subtle footprint And I think that was happening with, like, dudes pointing at each other with two guns and stuff. And I was just like, oh, it's late. Stop.
0: That's funny. I didn't really witness that. Though I'll say this guy also was wearing these kind of sneaker-like shoes, but they were clearly built to add two to three inches to his height. Oh, wow. Interesting. I just hadn't seen that construction before. Lifts yeah okay
1: yeah like in the 70s men would wear lifts
0: okay yeah it was like you know i'm trying to be a sneaker but i've clearly found a way to add a lot of extra yeah, okay, material that's here fun.
1: yeah yeah people give up on that super nice Except guy though.
0: oh hot drinks
1: hot drinks i think
0: you already give it a thumbs up but oh, that was because yeah. you bought your own starbucks
1: <laughs> yeah it's a thumbs up as long as you are willing to go buy oh actually no that's not true in the bookstore when i went to buy our books i saw oh they have coffee too
0: thumbs up
1: thumbs up hey we
0: like this place well we hope to go back and we'll keep mental banking our ledgers.
1: So at the end of the year, we'll have to go back over our mental banks and look at our psychic and see how well she did with her predictions. Oh, oh yeah. have you been too'd yet?
0: I have not been accused of sexual misconduct that I know of.
1: Okay. That's a that's something the uh, psychic predicted. Uh, right. For anybody In who's January, just And it's like, what the hell?
0: Very beginning of the year, a psychic told me that I would be accused of sexual
1: Uh, Impropriety,
0: impropriety, misconduct,
1: but falsely accused.
0: Well, no, she didn't. Uh, she didn't spell that out. She clearly was looking at me in a way that I might be guilty.
1: Oh, wow. Okay,
0: she said there's nothing I could do to prevent it, but if I paid her, it was something like $540 (sighs) worth of candles, she could at least help me deal with the situation.
1: Sounds predatory, (laughs) Hmm. ironic.
0: Well, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton.
1: This episode is edited by Victor Figueroa.
0: Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer.
1: You can support this and all our future investigations by going to maximumfundorg forward slash donate. And maybe you'll make me get another tattoo. I got my tattoo, everybody! She
0: did, yeah. If you haven't already seen pictures online, you can go to Facebook.com forward slash onrec. O N R A C. And that's where you'll find not only pictures, but conversations and things to like. Yep. Articles, all kinds of fun interactions with us. We go there a lot. I I spend more time on Facebook. Carrie mans the Twitter slash Ono Podcast.
1: Yes. I man the Twitter slash Ono Podcast. And
0: I woman the Facebook.
1: That's right. It's a good time is had by all. And also join our Twitch!
0: Do it. Yeah. We've got a bunch of Twitch followers, so we better get uh, the Twitch streaming going. That's on my to-do list.
1: Oh, no podcast? Yeah. Slash oh, no podcast. Cool. Oh, and by the way, hopefully by the time you're hearing this, Jordan Morris and I will have put up our Cars commentary on the donor bonus feed. So all MaxFun members head over there and, you know, find out that Cars is fine.
0: And if you decide that it's really important that I find another female MaxFun host and record a doc hollywood commentary let us know because otherwise that was just a joke <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't planning on it but if but you if want you think it, it's a good idea it was never a joke but if you really want it it, c- it could we happen always meant it. <laughs> <laughs> no and we have a couple new shows we're excited to announce yeah we're gonna be in texas
1: texas one of my favorite states really yeah i love texas Oh yeah, well why not have you been Oh, yeah. Okay. Love Dallas, love Austin. Oh, yeah, we went to Austin together, Uh so you've been. (laughs) I have been. And we're going back.
0: Funny you should mention Dallas and Austin, because we will be in Dallas on June 9th Mm -hmm. at the Sons of Herman Hall.
1: Now, I wonder if Herman Hall has sons... (laughs) Or if just Herman has sons and they've got a haul.
0: That's exactly where my brain just went.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We need more information.
0: However the name came to be, it's uh, at 7 p.m. And you can find a sign-up link on Facebook slash O-N-R-A-C or...
1: Carrypoppy.horse.
0: Those are your best sources of sign-ups for our events. But wait, there's more. What? The very next day. No way, come on. June 10th. What? We will be in Austin, Texas. At oh, the North Door.
1: The North Door. Mm-hmm. Boy, these are really mysterious names yeah. for venues. Sons
0: of Herman ha the North, North
1: door. door. When you open the North Door, it's just like the wrong season behind it. <laughs> <laughs> it's spring over here. Why is it winter back there?
0: So uh, join us at one of those shows if you're anywhere uh, near those places in Texas.
1: Yeah, please do. That'll also be at carrypoppy.horse or facebook.com forward slash onrack.
0: We will be excited to see you there.
1: Yeah, y'all, add or ever.
0: From Success is Not the Mental Bank and Concept Accident. Although bullion experts feel that both gold and silver are good buys, I'm going to suggest that you become a mental bank silver bullion buyer. Silver is used heavily in the mammoth and still growing photographic industry. Silver is also used extensively in electronics, aerospace, and other industries. The copper mines have either closed or drastically reduced personnel, so new sources of silver have been reduced. Thus, I think it is a metal we can predictably say has all the potential of an excellent long-term investment. Take $10,000 of your mental bank money and place it in silver. Use the section labeled My Mental Bank Investments in your mental bank ledger to record the progress of your investment. Figure out how much silver you can buy with the $10,000 either by asking a dealer, calling your bank to find out the latest value, or checking your newspaper's business pages where such figures are often listed. Enter the $10,000 figure and the number of ounces purchased in your investments column. Keep track of your investment. Watch the silver increase in value. When it has reached three to five points above what you paid for it, sell it and add the profit to your value events column for that day to be included in today's deposits.